Well, hallelujah. It's Palm Sunday today. Where they, we, we remember when Jesus was brought in to the, the, uh, the city and everybody was worshipping him and uh, singing Hosanna. And a week later, he was crucified. But praise the Lord. Jesus knew not to put his trust in men. He knew not to find all his hope and his affirmation in man. He knew where to be rooted and grounded, and that is in the love of the one who is unchanging in his affection. Hallelujah. Our wonderful, wonderful Father. And uh, so I want to share some things with you today about the love of God and the, the love of the Father. Hallelujah. Isaiah 40 if you'd like to turn there, this is a beautiful passage. I love the whole chapter, and uh, but we're going to just read a little bit. Isaiah 40, verse 1. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord's hand Double for all her sins. That's not double what you deserve. That's double recompense. For your sins, God wants to give you double blessing, double favor. That just doesn't seem fair, does it? It's like Isaiah 61. For your former shame, pain, and disgrace, I will give you double recompense, he says. What, what is that about? The things that they, they brought on themselves, the punishment, the shame... God says, oh, your iniquity is, is going to be pardoned and I'm going to give you double. Amazing grace it is truly amazing. The kindness of God. He says in Isaiah um, 61, because I, the Lord, love justice. The reason he wants to give you double recompense for the the very pain you brought on yourself through sin and, and things that, that have been done is because God's delight in justice is the fact that Jesus was justice. He took and paid the price for our sin and he now delights to give us what the son deserves, hallelujah, which is all, the kingdom of God. Instead of receiving punishment for our sins, we get to receive what Jesus deserves because God's form of justice is to pay for your iniquity, pay for your sin, to take it away so he can love you and bless you the way he's always wanted to. This is the nature of God and it's happier than you're reacting. Ah, so I'm going to read it again and I want you to let it hit your heart like a drum. So that it resonates. Hallelujah. Comfort. Yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended. Hooray. The battle belongs to the Lord. That her iniquity is pardoned. That her crookedness, her iniquity is, means crooked nature. Your crooked nature 
is forgiven, taken away, and you get a new nature. When we're born again, we're no longer born with a sinful nature. We are now born again by the Spirit of God. When we receive Christ as Lord and Savior, we become new creations in Christ. The old is passed away. Behold, all things become new. Instead of having a crooked nature, we get a perfect pure, holy nature, we become as he is in this world, holy, pure, and righteous. And the Lord's so excited about it because it means now, because you've been made spotless and holy and pure, you can be joined as one to him. Hooray! Ah, I can feel the joy of God in speaking these words, knowing what was coming. Hallelujah! For she has received from the Lord's hand double. The Lord, the, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Hallelujah. He makes our crooked places straight. These were the the words that John the Baptist would declare. Hallelujah. Make way. Make way. Here he comes. Hallelujah. That's what was happening on Palm Sunday. People were saying, recognizing, yes, make way, make way, make way. And he's saying, make way because I want to come in and I want to make the crooked places straight. Your crooked thinking, every thought you're having about yourself that doesn't line up with who God is needs to be adjusted because God says, I've come to make a highway of holiness that your thinking wouldn't be, you know, off here and off there, but it would be ahead, walking in the new nature of Christ, in the holiness and the righteousness of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then he goes on and says, who are you, O great mountain? Uh, uh, Zechariah, excuse me. I'm moving over to Zechariah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Zechariah chapter 4, I believe it is. Zechariah chapter 4. Hallelujah. And it says here, um, For who are you, O great mountain? Verse 7. Before Zerubbabel, before Zerubbabel, who was with Joshua, who had led that, the return of the exiles from Babylon. I'm looking for it. Sorry, let me find it here. Zechariah, chapter 5, maybe. Hallelujah. It's 4? Zechariah 4. I've got the Amplified, that's why. Hallelujah. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. 
So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. I want to speak about this concept of shouting grace, grace to the mountain. You know, God came, he said, make way. I want to speak comfort to my people. I want to release grace to them that is beyond what they're ever even imagined. But God's saying that we have the capacity to speak grace, grace to mountains. We have the capacity now as ones who have received the goodness of God to speak grace, grace. Grace means to have pity on to show mercy, to show kindness, to show favor. Grace, grace, speak to this mountain. We can read in other places, make way, just as we read before in Isaiah, make way that the mountains would be removed. Hallelujah. Jesus said, if anyone speaks to this mountain and says, be removed and it will be done. God says that we have the power to speak to mountains And he wants us to declare grace, grace over situations, to know that we've been given the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it is more wonderful than we've yet understood. I remember once um, making a bit of a mess, and I was in a hurry one morning, and I'd received a pastoral care report about someone that I I really cared about, um, a new younger believer. And it was a it was a delicate situation, and and one of our um, leaders had sent me a, a a little report on how it was all going in in discipling them, and I knew Pastor Joel was also helping to disciple this person, and so I sent it to Joel. Only thing is, uh, it came as a Facebook message, and I posted it on Joel's wall. And it was all this sensitive information. And I didn't know about it until Pastor Rebecca rang me up. And then someone else rang me up. And then someone else rang me up. And then someone else rang me up. And I started making noises like, <sighs> deleting it. Delete, delete, delete. It's still in the newsfeed. Delete, delete. Oh, God. My kids came out. They said, Mama, you're in pain. I was like, no, but yes. Ah. And then through the day, I was getting more. Did you know? Yes. Ah, pain. So much pain. Oh, God. I was literally groaning. Has anyone ever made a mess like that? Oh, you probably haven't made a mess like that. That was pretty astronomical mess. That was a big mess. Ah, so much pain. And I'm, I'm a pain for the person who got to be on Joel's wall, all their personal pain. Who knows that God can make miracles out of messes? Well, I was in the kitchen still groaning. Ah, I'd think about it again and I'd be making sounds. Oh, God. And I'm just thinking about it. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to speak grace, grace to the situation. I was like, okay. And he took me to this passage. Speak grace, grace. So every time I'd think about it, grace, grace. And then I'd think about it again and I'd declare, grace, grace. 
You know, God declares grace, grace over our lives. Every time we sin, every time we, we have condemnation, he's there. He's not going, oh, it's so terrible. I can't use them anymore. He's there going, grace, grace, you've been covered. Grace, 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 mercy, pity, grace, grace, favor, favor. Show them favor. Well, God, we don't deserve favor. Favor, favor. Because it's no longer you who live, but Christ who lives in you. Give them what Jesus deserves. It's the picture of the prodigal son. Give them what I delight to give them. Give him the robe and the ring and the authority. Grace, grace. That's what God declares over us. Freely we've received. Freely we can give. And we can decree grace, grace over situations. We can decree peace. Remember the Bible says that when you walk into a house, let your peace come upon it. That is something tangible we have authority to release. We have authority to release peace into atmospheres. It's a real, tangible, heavenly commodity that we have to share. Hallelujah. So when we are speaking grace, grace to a situation, it's not just like, oh, I hope something happens. We are actually releasing what we have, such as I have, give I thee. And I began to, to discover the power of what it was to speak grace, grace over bad situations, over difficult things, and see God make miracles out of messes. Well, that following weekend, God worked it all out so wonderfully that, that this person just became someone who, who um, just loved us so much. And uh, we've seen it and been able to continue to journey with them. And everything worked out really, really, really well, better than we could have hoped for, actually. And, and God used it for good. It was a miracle because it could have gone really badly. And I've seen it happen over and over again. Grace, grace. God wants to declare grace, grace over every circumstance, every situation that you've got going on in your world. You know, when we're dealing with anxiety and fear and worry, say that you've got something going on. You've received a bad report, a doctor's report, or you've received a bad financial report, or something's happened to somebody you love, and you, you think about it, and you feel a little bit like groaning and making noises like I did. Or even if you're not quite that bad, you, you carry it in your head, and maybe think about it when you start trying to go to sleep, or it's called anxiety. And it's called fear. It's called worry. God says that we're to cast our cares on him. Hallelujah. Because he cares for us. Hallelujah. I want to read something for you um, from 1 Peter chapter 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 
Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and the dominion forever and ever. God wants us to know that as we humble ourselves and realize we don't have to be the solution to all our problems, but that we are in partnership with him, that we don't ever have to think we're doing something alone. When we recognize that, we can humble ourselves. And humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God is such a beautiful thing. It's not going, oh, okay, I'm in trouble Humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God is going, God, I thank you that I am not alone, that you don't look at me and I'm, I'm not the naughty student and you're the teacher that wants to punish me. I, you are on my side. We are a team. We are one. And you, you know and understand all that's going on. And I humble myself saying, there's a mess here and I need your help. And under your mighty hand, his mighty hand, which is able to do so much more than you or I could ever do. He comes and he not only brings supernatural peace, supernatural grace to your situation, he comes and he gives you comfort as well. Hallelujah. When you humble yourself under his mighty hand, you open your heart up to receive the comfort of God that says, I've got you. We're going to do this together. No worries. Cast your cares on me. I love it. That he equates humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God with casting your cares on him and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Humbling yourself and saying, I need your help, Lord. Help, help, help. My favorite prayer. Most effective. I have great faith when I pray help because I know he's called the helper. Hallelujah. He comes and he wants to not only strengthen you, he wants to settle you. That is, he wants to take away the fear and the anxiety and the worry that wants to rob you, wants to steal your peace. Does anybody need some settling from the Holy Spirit tonight? It's a question. It's available. Hallelujah. He wants to minister to you. He wants to encourage you. He wants to settle you under his mighty hand. And he wants you to have confidence that when you make a mess, you don't, you're not there with, left with egg on your face thinking, oh God, now what am I going to do? I'm going to have to fix this. He never wants you to feel like that. He wants you to know, hey, you and I are in this together. Good, bad, and ugly. Just like when you get married, for richer, for poorer, for better, for worse, God says, you and I, we are one, for better, for worse. And I tell you what, you're worse, I'll make better. <laughs> you're the best, God. He is so wonderful. And he can make the worst, ugliest mess into something beautiful. That word grace also means to make beautiful, to bring beauty. God wants to bring beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, to give you double recompense 
for your formal former shame, pain, and disgrace. He wants to help you know that he is with you. And as you begin to come into agreement in faith with the fact that you can speak grace, grace over situations, that you are free then to begin to walk without fear and without worry, without anxiety. Hallelujah. God knows everything about you. He knows exactly what you're walking through and he understands every situation you, you are, have been in or are going to be in. Nothing is taking him by surprise and he is not up there going, oh, what are we going to do? Panic, panic, panic. God is peace. He is the prince of peace. And he, under his mighty hand, just wants to come and say, yep, I've got it here for you. Open your mouth and declare what I'm giving to you. Grace, grace. I've given you authority and dominion in this realm. And I am with you. I am for you a hundred percent. Now open your mouth and speak like a king. Speak like a prince and release what I am backing you up with. Release what I am continually pouring into you. Grace, 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 peace. God wants you to be peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. God's desire is that we would freely give what God wants us to experientially live in moment by moment and day by day. You and I are not called to live in fear and worry. The enemy wants to steal, kill and destroy. His plan is to steal your peace, is to steal your confidence. But we're not to cast away our confidence. We're to lay hold of it and say, God's given it to me. And this is the confidence that I have. That thank God I've been set free from me. I've been set free from fear and sin and death and shame. I have been made a new creation in Christ. It's no longer me who lives, but Christ who lives in me. He is not disowning me because I made a mess or a mistake. But he is there saying, let me stand right here with you. And let's see if we really really have a problem. Yeah. Hallelujah. He wants to say, hey, nothing is too difficult for me. Nothing is impossible for those who believe. Do you believe, Catherine? Yes, Daddy, I do. Hallelujah. He says, good. Now let's just do this. Speak grace. Speak peace. Speak grace. God wants you to begin to step up and start to walk as one who is walking in governmental authority. Instead of walking around as, as victims of our circumstances, our predicaments, God wants us to step up in a holy confidence that starts operating as ambassadors who know they have the backing of the government of heaven, that they have authority. And when they speak, they carry the very authority of the king. Hallelujah. That we can speak. God wants you to speak into every circumstance and not just be reactionary. So it's not just for when you've got a bad situation going on. God wants you to speak grace, favor over what is going well. He wants you to ask for rain in the time of rain. What's that all about? That's because he's saying when things are going good, I don't want you just to get 
complacent. I want you to know that the favor is flowing from me. Ask me for more. Ask me for more. Well, things are going pretty good here. Ask me for more. Ask me for more. It's called humbling yourself under the mighty hand. That's the way you can stay in connection and walk in humility and free from the, the complex of thinking I'm rich and full and having need of nothing. If you will continue to remain in a posture of humility, even when things are going well, by decreeing grace over the things that are going well, what you're doing is you are acknowledging that every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights all the favor that's being experienced is coming from him when i ask and speak grace i'm asking for more favor i am acknowledging that this is a flow from you and i am cheering you on in celebrating what you're doing through my life hallelujah i believe a lot of us miss out on the abundant life that god wants for us because we fail to fully partner with the grace of god being released in and through us God wants you to begin to speak grace, to begin to release life, to begin to release the blessing of God. Amen. Have you got any circumstances in your life that need to be spoken grace over? Every thought, every anxiety you have, speak grace, grace, grace. If you've got a child that's, you know, away from God and you think about it and you think, oh God, what if, what if? Speak grace, grace, grace. What you're doing is you're releasing favor. You're releasing mercy. You're releasing the government of heaven. Hallelujah. You are seeing mountains shift. Mountains that try, might try and look really big. God laughs at them and goes, <laughs> watch this. We open our mouth and we speak and we decree in faith the goodness and the mercy of God. God wants you to also take it and speak it over what's going well. Have you got anything going well in your life right now? If you don't start to partner with heaven to say grace, grace, you're in danger of getting complacent and forgetting that it's all coming from him. God wants to take you on and do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, hope or imagine. Don't settle and go, well, yeah, things are going nice for me. God's there going, but you don't understand. I want to do exceedingly abundantly above. I don't want you just keeping your head above water. I don't want you just being okay. I've called you to be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I've called you to reign as kings and priests in the earth. And I want you to start to acknowledge that that is now my new identity in Jesus. A couple of people who get that. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hmm. Well, I'm going to take that and I'm going to continue to apply it. I do it a bit. Hallelujah. And the more I do it, the more I see the goodness and the grace of God being released. He is wanting to comfort us today. Comfort, 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 comfort. This is the whole plan of the new covenant that you would know and receive the comfort of the holy spirit that would comfort you not with just with nice words or a little pat he wants to comfort you in such a way that you have whole confidence in the reality that he is taking care of every aspect of the world every aspect of your world around you that he has got you in the palm of his hand that you and he are one and that no weapon formed against you will prosper hallelujah
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we say yes.